there we go. <laughs> yeah, nobody knows how surprised we are sometimes when the show starts. But, I mean, uh, almost every week <laughs> we are like, is this going to... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, the buttons work. Okay, the buttons work. How's it going, Shot? <laughs> <laughs> I'm all right. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I gotta I gotta say, uh uh I talk I talk a lot of smack about my kids, but like <laughs> yo, I got like genuinely I'm proud of them, yo. Like they uh I signed up uh my son in particular, I signed him up for like uh tutoring because he's you know he's going into eighth grade. And, you know, there's like entrance exams and stuff like that he has to take. And uh, Michaela did pretty well on them. But like, you know, she uh, I gave her like I bought her a ton of like test prep books Mm -hmm. Um, and she wanted to go to art schools, but she still did the process of prepping for these like science exams and stuff like that. Um, Aiden actually wants to go to like uh, science school. so I told him, yo, uh, you got to do work in the summer. And we, like, sprung a little extra. And we, we we got him tutoring for the exams. And he's been, like, proactive, you know, and, like, uh, genuinely, like, understanding that, like, oh, my parents made, like, an investment in my future here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's been, like, ha- he handles the communication uh, with the teacher and with the with the tutor on his own. Like I'm getting CC'd on emails by him and the and the I'm like, yo, <laughs> I never seen this side of you before, bro. <laughs> it's crazy to me, yo. Like <laughs> the 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 tutor sends out sent out an email before the program starts, you know, uh like they have like a teacher and then like I paid extra for a tutor mm-hmm. to follow along with the program and offer help. And, like, they reached out, said, hey, these are the hours I'm available. Let me know a little bit about yourself and what you're looking to get into the pro from, from the program. So I told I told Aiden, like, hey, uh, the dude uh, emailed us. You should probably email back something like this, you know. And I gave him an example of what I would say. He's like, Dad, I already sent him an email. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm I'm expecting the worst, shot. Like, yeah, you know, I was expecting some shit like, yo, I want to go to science school because I want to, like, uh, you know, I want to talk to the Ninja Turtles or some shit. Like, right, I don't sure. know what was going to happen in that email. And I'm like, I, I go to read it and he's like, uh, greetings. Uh, it is a pleasure to e-meet you. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> I was like, yo, I was like, who is this kid? Like, shot, <laughs> fucked my head up, yo. <laughs> he's like, greetings, pleasure to e-meet you. Uh, my name is Aiden Almonte. I'm a student uh, based out of Brooklyn. And um, I would love to study marine biology when I grow up and I see the value in me going to a science and STEM related school. And this would help me get into one of those programs. And I was like, I'm shot on God. I have what? never spoke. Like I've never heard anything related to that energy from that kid verbally. And like to read that, like <laughs> there's a part of me that still thinks he saw that Gabby saw the email and she was like, yo, say this. Otherwise your dad's going to get mad. That's how good it was. But wow. Gabby's twin, she's like, nah, I didn't know. I didn't know that that was happening. I'm letting you run that with Aiden. So that was all him. Um, is he available to do my correspondence? <laughs> In uh, two to three weeks after the tutoring <laughs> program is done. 
you got you. <laughs> That's great because it truly takes me a month to respond. So I'll just let him build up. He can give me a template and I'll just plug my name in. <laughs> Yo, move my heart for real, B. Uh, and that's, uh, we've, uh, you know, obviously like a bit background, we moved, uh, our recording time up a couple hours and it's cause, uh, he needs the computer, uh, to do the, the class. Oh, sure. Yeah. So, uh, for like, uh, he's like, for the iPad game, a little issue yesterday. So, yeah. So this is in order, a tutor to get into what school, what kind of school? What yeah. They're like, uh, in New York, you know, like, uh, there's, uh specialized high schools this uh for some of the science and stem programs they're like the elite schools that focus on that so like stuyvesant bronx uh school of science brooklyn tech are the famous ones mm -hmm. and there's like six other newer ones uh that were added about uh a decade or so ago um and to get into those schools unlike uh all the other uh new york uh high schools that are new york public high schools uh, that are based on a combination of your grades and zoning, uh, meaning mm -hmm. like where you live and all of that. Um, these schools pretty much only judge it on how you do on this one exam. And it's called like a shizat, literally like a S-H-S-A-T. Okay. So they prep for that exam. And the better you do on that, the higher uh, school offers you an entrance. Okay. Well, here's... I. I don't know if I know a lot of people with children here in New York, but I know a few and I've known them during the time that they've been trying to get their kids into high school. And it sounds like just the biggest, like, I'm like, are we not just sending them to the school that's down the street? And I know we've discussed this before because <laughs> I'm just like, what do we not do zoning anymore? Like what's happening? I feel like, almost every child takes this test. Like, yeah. are there kids who are just, are there families who are like, nah, I'm just going to send them down the street? Are there even still down the street? <laughs> there is down schools? the street. Huh? There is down the street. Every, okay. every, every kid has one roughly like within reason. We have one like three blocks away. Okay. Uh, then uh, every, every student is allowed to take it because the exam is free. Okay. And entrance to the schools are free. But mm -hmm. it's uh through this, like, this is the caveat. Like, you have to do well on this exam. Um, So, like, I'm sure there are students that opt out. Like, my daughter honestly didn't want to take it because she was mm -hmm. adamant that she was like, I'm going to our program. Uh, So she took it for our sake. Um, And she got into, like, one or two schools. Um, But she, like, we knew from jump that, like, she was going to go to an art school um, so I told her, hey, listen, like, just keep your options open. Let's see what happens. Maybe you get into a top 10 science program, but like a top 20 art school, you know, that might change how you feel about the answer. What? Um, but is there no test for art schools? Uh, the art schools, uh, the higher end ones have like a portfolio requirement. So you got to like go show, uh, like for acting, you have to send, she had to send in, uh, two like, uh, monologues. Mm -hmm. For like the art stuff, like she had to send like seven pictures. Mm -hmm. Uh the most like there were two programs that even required her to send video of her painting to show yeah. that it was a her and that she completed it within a time frame. Like mm -hmm. I it needed to be like a 30-minute video 
of her doing it. So like she can handle these things in a classroom setting. Um, So I was surprised at how intense like uh, the process was for either end of it. Uh, But yeah, this is the thing is what you got to do. If you want to get into this like top 10% of the schools in Mm -hmm. New York that are free, there is like a competition for it. And like the stats come out every year uh, that kind of like in that, like heighten that pressure, like uh, in New York city, uh, third, like it was a uh, 60% of the graduating class from public schools in New York that got accepted into an Ivy league school mm-hmm. came from the seven science high schools. Oh boy. So they got like a hundred high schools that are public and two thirds of the kids accepted into these programs for college came from seven schools. Mm-hmm. So like it puts a disproportionate amount of pressure to send your kid there. And when you know that the barrier of entry is basically one test, uh, the stakes get pretty high with that test. Like sure. almost to the point to where like uh, there's kids that like, I know for a fact got like a 70 average, mm-hmm. but bodied the test. Mm-hmm. And like, you'll hear like parents like flat out, like, listen, uh, you're studying for this from sixth grade. <laughs> like, I'll, wow. like straight up. Like wow. I got, like Michaela got classmates that like, mm-hmm. They were taking the class that, that we got the Aiden mm-hmm. since two years ago. My goodness. Just for that. And like, I know them as kids. Um, their grades are atrocious, <laughs> but they're smart kids. You know what I mean? Right. Like they just didn't care about the class, about the school part as much. And right. they knew that mom and dad said, if I get into this program, all is forgiven. Mm. So they got like a 72 average strong. <laughs> But they bodied the science exam. They they go in the Bronx School of Science next year. And okay. mom is like, yo, you, you got it? Hopefully you turn on the magic now that you're in high school because that's not going to work for college. But uh, you know what I mean? Right. Like, because now I'm thinking about a thread that I read on um, Twitter. I'm sorry I'm using the dead name for it, but Twitter <laughs> instead of X. Um, that uh, a lot of just um, a conversation amongst teachers about how um, they're getting these kids and they, the kids don't know how to do basic shit. Like yeah. reading comprehension is terrible. Um, like not even just like in high school, but like, like freshmen in college, they get there and there's stuff that they should have picked up like years ago that they didn't. And I wonder if they didn't because they're studying for this thing. Yeah, it's a result-oriented thing. Like, yeah, uh, it's not necessarily even about like being uh, uh, understanding like critical thinking or like mm-hmm. uh, how to break something down. It's just a matter of can you pass this thing. I almost like uh, I almost uh, gained uh, not even almost. I think I I feel I feel like I gained a lot more respect for entrance into the art programs uh, after going through that last year. Like there mm-hmm. was uh. She had to get interviewed. She had to present her portfolio, uh, plus her grades. Like, there was a a far more complete idea of who my daughter was as a student. Right. um, And whether or not she, like, could handle getting into the schools and the course load. Um, The science schools, as dope as they are, and I know kids that have gone to them and succeeded, uh, the entrance being strictly based on one test is wild to me because... You know, like you have kids that like might have a 95 average, but struggle on the test. Yeah. Who I'd argue have shown the ability to 
know how to handle coursework mm-hmm. and how to handle and manage tough work and uh, heavy course loads versus a kid who might genuinely be uh, have shown more ability, more ability, but uh, d- does have the skills yet to handle a lot of work and hasn't demonstrated that. I don't know if the I, I, I they might have the capacity of it, but they haven't done it. And that's someone that's going to struggle freshman year. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I find all of it fascinating. Um, with that said, uh, I'm, I, 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 I'm always pro uh, improvement with the system. You know, I got this, I got I got into this argument with uh with Aiden's uh, principal. OK. Um, oh, great. Let's hear know. it. Because <laughs> like <laughs> he was like, these are the things we're doing. Uh, he was telling me about the things that they were putting into place that like was going to improve the school. And he was like, yeah, we got this. It's going to be out in the next three, uh, we're, uh, over the next three years. We got this thing we're doing. And I'm like, listen, as an East New York dude, love it. My son, though, he here now. <laughs> you know, like, uh, what do I do to get my kid into that school, like, in November? You know, mm-hmm. so, like, same idea. Like, I don't like this system. Um, mm-hmm. Overall, like, as a New Yorker uh, and as a concerned parent and member of the community, there's a ton of opportunity here. Uh, with that said, uh, my kid needs to pass the test. Uh, you know, cause like <laughs> this is now like they they gonna retroactively let you into Stuyvesant in two years. Hey man, it's all about timing. So now it's on you. No one told you to have your kid this early. <laughs> you should have you should have talked to the principal a few years ago. <laughs> Real talk. or just like you know, I, I could have uh, impregnated Gabby two years later. Right. You know. It's all on exactly. me. Exactly. That's that's on you. <laughs> he can't do anything about that. You gotta take ownership. It's on you, yeah, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. But wow. I am proud of him, though. I do want to put that out there. Uh, there is a weird part of me that, like, I've become overly concerned with the idea that, like, uh, my son is gonna find my podcast when he's like thirty, and I want to make sure that he knows, like, yo, yeah, you annoyed the shit out of me sometimes. Uh, but there is also like genuine love uh, and moments of proudness. Uh, the proud moments, admittedly, currently, uh, the ratio might still skew. Uh, yo, what the fuck you doing? I'm not going to lie to right. you. Right. Uh, but I think that's just parenting, bro. Yes, uh, sure. You know? Yeah. But that'll that'll rebalance by the time the technology exists for you to easily search my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a good week for you, little man. Keep yeah, it going. congrats. Real talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Let's get into the news, Sha. Yeah. Uh, kicking it off. California family who recycled 178 tons of cans and bottles busted in a $7.6 million fraud scheme. That's right. Uh, a California family was busted for alleged interstate scheme in which they scammed $7.6 million by illegally turning in tons of recyclable bottles and cans. Uh, Maria uh, Sainz of River, Riverside County and seven relatives allegedly hauled heaps of glass and aluminum loot from Arizona to the Golden State where they could get big bucks by exploiting California's law. Uh, they're accused of cashing in on the program that offers 5 to $0.10 cents per beverage container return by bringing back 178 tons of recycling over an eight-month period beginning last year. Uh, Only empties from within California are eligible for money upon return, 
and the family faces charges including fraud, grand theft, and conspiracy. Uh, California's recycling program is funded by consumers and helps protect our environment and our community, says California Attorney General Rob Bonta. Uh, those who try to undermine it and its integrity through criminal operations will be held accountable. Okay. So California has a money back plan, but only if the cans are from California? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of short-sighted on their part, don't you think? How How is this... <laughs> <laughs> How are they not busting people for this all the time? Listen, this is uh, one of the most famous episodes of Seinfeld. Mm. You know, uh, there was an episode with uh, Kramer and Newman uh, when Newman was working at the, U- at the USPS. Right. He was able to leverage the fact that he had access to free driving and storage with the trucks from the Postal Service. Right. And brought uh, cans from New York to Michigan because they mm-hmm. get 10 cents instead of five like New York. Right. So I, I, mean, I love all this. I'm pro I, all of these hustles. <laughs> of course you do. Of course you do. This, this, this seems like this seems like your kind of caper. But I mean, I, I truly am. I, I mean, I commend the can do. <laughs> no pun intended. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, boy, that just came out of nowhere. Huh? That was not what I meant to do. But I do appreciate it that they brought in 178 tons. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. That's, I dare say, all of Arizona. <laughs> like, what's in Arizona? Phoenix? That's got to be most of Phoenix. Yeah. Like, cans of Insure. Like, that's a lot. That's a lot of that's a lot of cans. And I guess it would take this woman and seven of her relatives. Yeah, that's a that's a eight to ten man job. Yeah. I was I was moved by this. Like this like they say crime. I see a story about family. You know, they oh, came wow. together. You know? <laughs> Yo, you Isha, I, I don't know about you. I've done business with family. Getting eight members of the same family on board with the plan to the point to where it leads to roughly eight million dollars. That, yeah, that's no, incredible. I mean that's the only way that you're going to get family on board is if you think you can come up with eight million dollars. But I truly don't know how they were able to do that. I can't think of eight members of my family where we can agree on like dinner. <laughs> so no. yeah. I, I was moved by this, real talk. This is a beautiful story about a family who's come together, you know. Um, <laughs> roughly everybody was going to clean a million dollars at this point, you know. Yeah, Maybe that I was mean, the end game. Like, listen, we just needed point two more, you know. And here right, they are getting so everybody cut short could get... <laughs> Yeah, everybody get a million. You know, they weren't being I mean, greedy. I wonder, I wonder how it was that they... Yeah, they, it hasn't come out yet. They haven't released how they were bringing the cans over and how they had access to all those cans. Uh, yeah, know? or how they were even busted. Like, this should have taken, like, years and years. This has to be, in order for this to work. Yeah. Like, someone must have gotten a little greedy I mean, with the but- cans, or maybe they were tracking cars. You got to s- switch out cars. I mean, at, at a certain point, the the caper is just as expensive as the money <laughs> that you get out of it. You know what I mean? 
listen. I when I when I was uh, delivering uh, potato chips, uh, so you're at supermarkets, and supermarkets mm-hmm. always have those like the machines to return the cans in New York. So there was a dude like that. That was his whole hustle. Like he would spend the whole day coming back and forth to the delivery area with a truck. Mm-hmm. And he was just bringing cans and returning them. And mm-hmm. he had like a machine going. Like he would show up in the morning, drop off like the truck, uh, trucks worth of cans. And he would leave two people there. One guy guarding cans. Right. And one guy throwing cans into the machine while yes. he went to get more cans. And he would and he talked to him about it. Like he's like, yeah, I got deals with restaurants and stores so I could pick up their cans. I give them two cents a can so I could get the whole five. And that way I don't got to do the collecting. I got other people that collect for me. I go to churches telling me the whole thing. And I'm yeah. like, you, yo, and I'm like, how'd you get into this? He's like, well, I ain't want to work for nobody no more. I ain't want to have a regular job. And I'm like, homie, I see you here seven days a week, homie. Like you, you got a job. Like, <laughs> Right now, you working a job. You know, it's it's for the supermarket and the can industry. Right, but you working, homie? Like you got you got a staff, you got payroll. Like, <laughs> That's true. You know That's mean? true. Yeah, you are. You do have payroll. <laughs> oh man, like <laughs> this is a, this is way more complicated than just clocking in and out. Like you got yeah. a thing going in, but uh, he made bread, yo, like off of nickels. It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's. It's doable. I definitely see, you know, I I don't know how much of a battle it is, but I see a few people, there are a few people that I see in my neighborhood on the regular, you know, collecting cans. And um, uh, when COVID hit and times got very hard over here, I saw new people collecting yeah. cans. And I was like, Ah, uh, I don't know how this is going to play out because there are folks who seem to have this area kind of covered. And now <laughs> you're coming in like I fully expect to see two middle aged to older women just fighting in the street over a can. <laughs> so, you know, so then I see they got to route things, diff- you know, I'll, I would go out on walks and I'm on the street and I'm like, wait that person normally works but they got to switch up because they know that another person works that now and then there are new people and it's a whole <laughs> and i'm like well, do you guys have like a bulletin board like how do you agree to disagree how do you do this how do you get enough cans and plastic to even warrant it but then again my roommate drinks oh maybe like four liters of Diet Coke a day, so it's doable. No, it I mean, ends up. Yeah, what no. he puts out at the end of the week could certainly feed a family. Plastic <laughs> bottle wise. <laughs> I know the. I mean, I've told you uh, on the show that uh, uh, my tenants are like you know uh, uh, some one of my tenants is like street vendor with like empanadas mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and uh, they collect all the cans to give it to somebody, and right. you know just to like minimize the process, and they like that person. Uh, but they told me that like uh, our house is like an eight dollar a week house, like in terms of like cans. He's like, I alone give them like three, four bucks, and we got four apartments. Right. It's like uh, people know like certain streets and certain houses, they kind of get to know the tenants and the pattern. So like a lot of people have figured out like our building is like a 
real nice caps phone. Like you come in here, you get eight, ten bucks every freaking week for just one stop. You know, and then uh, you know, like that I leave a bag like packed up already. So like mm-hmm. two or the three bucks is already loaded for you. You know, I don't even gotta dig through can holes and shit. Yo, right. like it's a hustle, just like anything else. It's a hustle. Respect it's me. a living. I mean <laughs> get this can money, baby. Yo, let's no. real you know, yo, yo, California, leave these people alone, B. I know. Let I them mean, rock, yo. What did you expect if you're gonna be the one giving away honestly, everybody get mad at Arizona. Yeah. Got you, you know? driving across the Cali for this hustle. Yeah, they can't be the only one. They were just they just got sloppy near the end. Like any great caper. <laughs> like any like any oceans movie. <laughs> they just got sloppy <laughs> near the end. <laughs> oh man. In other news, uh oh, get the fuck out of here, Sha. You for I did this. <laughs> <laughs> I snuck this one on. <laughs> yo, a headline has never hurt more, yo. You for real? Uh, the Who's headline that has hurt Gastor <laughs> is Overstock is now Bed Bath and Beyond. Here's what you need to know. Oh my God. All right, here we go. As they of Tuesday, die. Overstock officially swapped its name out for the now defunct housewares chain. Customers searching for either retailer online will wind up on the same landing page where both companies' logos will be displayed for the next few months. Overstock wants an online repository for closeout furniture, home decor, and more. Acquired Bed Bath & Beyond's intellectual property for $21.5 million in June, about two months after the company filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. The rebranding is expected to build on both of the company's strengths, says Chief Executive Jonathan Johnson. What kind of fake-ass name is Jonathan Johnson? Anyway. <laughs> We thought we had a good operating model, but a bad name. We thought, we thought Bed Bath & Beyond had a great name, but a bad operating model, he said. Overstock, unlike Bed Bath & Beyond, doesn't own its inventory. Rather, third-party sh- suppliers ship items directly to customers. Um, Overstock has been testing the transition in Canada since June. Now U.S. shoppers will experience the same. So here are just a couple of, of notes. Um, why would Overstock want to rebrand as Bed Bath & Beyond? That's a great because, question. Because Bed Bath & Beyond has strong brand recognition oh. and a fervent customer base. Two things Overstock needed. Um, let's see. What, oh, Overstock's name has been a liability for them because customers still associate the brand with its original business of selling surplus or returned inventory. <laughs> Even though it moved away from that model years ago. Um, And the same was true for suppliers, noting that some brands were hesitant to sell product on oversight for fear of being associated with liquidation. (laughs) Oh, my God. And yeah, so there's that. Um, Yeah, look, you know, Bed Bath & Beyond. Another question was, what happened to Bed Bath & Beyond? Uh, during its heyday, Bed Bath & Beyond was the go-to destination for housewares, small appliances, wedding registries, and college dorm supplies. Gas store. It doesn't and say And then they got store. what they deserved, okay? <laughs> no. They got too big for their britches, started making nonsense products, and they went out of business like they should have. And then Overstock come out 
and try to save them, okay? Uh-huh. Captain, save a bad company, okay? <laughs> Let them dudes die, okay? We don't need them. Okay, all How right. How bad are you as a company that you was like, yo, you know what would help our brand? Bed Bath & Beyond. But, That's what we need to come up. But we need to store. rename ourselves after a company that just filed for bankruptcy that's the key to success. Y'all but both do you know how many people were burn. sad about Bed Bath & Beyond filing for bankruptcy? So people, here's the thing, Gaslord. People fucking love Bed Bath & Beyond. Why? So it's going out of business. Better. So people are upset. Overstock. Only people who go to Overstock are people who know that now you can kind of buy new things. It's not all old and chipped and irregular clothing like outlet store like one sleeve longer than the other kind of shit <laughs> now they they are trying to go legit but they couldn't because their name was overstock which literally sounds like whatever you get from there is going to smell like mildew because it's been in a fucking airplane hangar for like three years no climate control so yeah by the <laughs> name bed bath and beyond the people who see it are like oh i Okay, so they're just only online, and then, you know, get your mildew shit from Overstock or whatever. Um, Can I buy the same things I could get at the original Bed Bath & Beyond? For the most part, yes. Although Overstock's inventory, mainly furniture, falls under the more beyond umbrella, um, the company has expanded its offerings in the bed and bath categories. A legacy Overstock customer, which is a very funny phrase. What? <laughs> I've been <laughs> shopping at Overstock since. Um, a legacy <laughs> Overstock customer will now notice more small appliances, such as toasters and stand mixers and bedding options. But there are some products that won't be available on the website since the brick and mortar stores are shut down and Overstock is only online. It's doing away with single low cost items that probably don't make a lot of sense for us to ship, such as Tide Pods or uh, K-Cups for those coffee machines or one-off orders like a $3 spatula. Instead, a customer will be able to buy a set of spatulas. Eh? Eh? No. Oh my... I. I've never been more certain that Shot likes fucking with me, yo. Real talk, <laughs> B. There's no way. No way she believes this, okay? I refuse. I refuse. <laughs> I mean, look, if you want, if you want a spatula with a cutout of, say, a cartoon so that when you flip your pancakes, it has the impression of the cartoon <laughs> in the pancake. And you also need a bed cover at the same time. Yeah, why? Right. Why are why, you making these why decisions only together? Get one of those spatulas, suppose you, you you lose it. Now you can have a set of 10 of those spatulas so you can give them to loved ones like Gastor. <laughs> <laughs> and- yo, I swear to God, if y'all send me spatulas, <laughs> yo. <laughs> the fire that I will burn. Yo, like, oh my goodness, yo! I, <laughs> I don't know if I if I we are recording this at ten in the morning. I've never been this angry this early. I love like, it. I love it. That's this great. is so wrong, B. My job is done. I, that came across like so, a, a few people did send this to me, but by then I had already seen it, and I was just like, oh, bookmark. Oh, and we you putting know what? that on there. Sincerely, 
to those people, thank you, at least, for knowing not to send that to me. Okay? Yeah, they definitely sent it, and they were like, Gasler's not going to like this. <laughs> and I said, but I love <laughs> you tried to You tried to take them down, Gasler, and they're just not going without a fight. Listen. Now, those coupons, they ain't doing, now, Overstock ain't doing those 20% off forever coupons, so you can go on and nip those in the bud. That's That's done. Overstock, you want to list now, okay? I'm coming for y'all. I'm looking up your CEOs. Don't come for Overstock. You're going to need a chair. All of y'all. At some point. <laughs> There's a look. They they are, honestly, Gastor, it seems like you'd respect this. They are, they are making the best out of what could be someone else's bad situation. They are bringing Bed Bath & Beyond over from Arizona, <laughs> over here to California, <laughs> Where they can be profitable with it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> this is the can hustle all over again. You're this right. It's a can hustle. That's all businesses is bringing cans from one place to another place where they'll give you money for it. You know it's what? It's literally all this is. You are right. I, I If you if you uh, break it down that way, I can definitely see how Bed Bath & Beyond is a five-cent used can. Yes. And then, you know. <laughs> Wait a minute. I feel like there was shade in that, but I'm going to go past it. That's fine. Yes, I, I see. I see the correlation in value. Okay, you're just you're more of an overstock than you are a Bed Bath and Beyond. So if you were overstock and you were like, "Yeah, these people love this store. I hate it, but they love that name. If I use it, maybe they'll come to me." Like, come on, it's, come on, yo, let them go, let them go. We don't need them no more, man. The world was already better, B, you know? Uh, stand strong, Bed Bath & Beyond slash Overstock. <laughs> and anything is better news. Uh, <laughs> 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 Let's see. I don't even know what article this is, and I'm happy to read it. Let's do uh, this. Uh, <laughs> look at this. See, God knows me, real talk. Because it knew the pain that I was going through, and... I don't know. I, I people don't know. I upload these articles at whatever order they come in to give I me that. Put, and and that was to, me. That wasn't God. That was me. I put no, Bed Bath and Beyond before the baseball story. That's why. Like you, like between yeah. you and God, y'all knew. Like, listen, Gaster's gonna need one after this. <laughs> yeah, I got, yeah. Know? Let me let's I throw some baseball at baseball. him. Yeah, you know. Here we go. A uh, <laughs> Reds minor league team pulls a new T-shirt uh, after fans say a uh, graphic uh, draws close resemblance to a racial slur. Uh, the uh, minor league baseball team uh, discontinued selling T-shirts after its fan criticized the graphic of a lo- uh, uh, for looking like a racial slur. The Chattanooga Lookouts, a double-A affiliate of the Cincinnati Reds, try to combine uh, its uh, Nuga nickname um, and its okay, logo so already, of two eyes. Wait, I can't. <laughs> Nuga, uh, being because of Chattanooga, N-O-O-G-A. Um, and mm-hmm. it did not go well. Uh, the team replaced the two O's with their eyes logos, and fans started too closely resembled the N word. Uh, <laughs> some Twitter users responded like, uh, uh, "Oh no, Chattanooga, this is this isn't going to work." Uh, Hilariously bad said a grateful keg, and uh, this shirt cannot be real. Uh, was another tweet. Uh, the team pulled the shirt, obviously, but other sites were quick to copy the logo and sell it on their own. Uh, some oh, users... damn. <laughs> some users defended the graphic, of course, uh, simply because it's a city's nickname combined with the team's logo. 
Uh, the lookouts were formed in 1885 and, and uh, adopted the moniker after a fan vote in 1909. Uh, they had used the same nickname uh, since then, except for 1943 when uh, they were known as the uh, Montgomery Rebels while spending that year playing in Montgomery, Alabama. Oh, wow. I just looked up the shirt. Yeah, yeah. bro. Y'all can't do that. At all. At all. <laughs> <laughs> Yo! <laughs> Yo, it's wild, shot. <laughs> no, nah, man. Come on, Chattanooga. Come on, y'all. Real Come talk. <laughs> uh-uh. No. Like, it, there's just certain things where, like, you you are 100% certain that there was uh, no black people in that office. Like, I mean... It, it, it I looks will... blatantly like the word to me. Yes, here I will give you that Nuga is your nickname because your name is Chattanooga. Yep. I think perhaps there are different nicknames available to your town. You could absolutely be Chat Town. You could be yep. C Town. There are many other things that you could be. Mm-hmm. Um, I that you decided to go with Nuga is. Wild and oh, and when I finish this, I will also tell you a story about Chattanooga, a time I had at Chattanooga. Um, but like, there's no way, you know what? So, even the most clueless, I see no color idiot, I will give you a tiny bit of grace because Nuga, Chattanooga. I like, don't buy it, but whatevs. Right. You know, I mean, you're in tennis for the love of. Anywho. That vote taking place in that 1909. The O's are eyes, like cartoon eyes that are looking up. And I don't know. I mean, I get that those are supposed to be O's, but they're eyes and your brain will, like when you look at it, it, it also looks like. When someone types out the N word and they're spelling it, they put asterisks. Yeah. For the, you know what I'm like. There's, nah, bruh. Mm-mm. Like it just, there's no way. It just it. And like so with the much. name being like uh the team name being Lookouts. Yeah, it's you know, not like, a good. Yeah, like on. this felt like a like a college kid trying to make like like branding around the woke idea and it not yeah. working and yeah it's very like it, it's real like nah kid you knew y'all knew something was up yeah you, this ain't you the can move. act like you didn't but it just there's no way there's no way um also all right my chattanooga story the first time maybe i went to chattanooga to uh tell jokes um i uh you know i i went up with someone i they had a comedy night uh, at a place called JJ Bohemius. Okay. Lovely little little venue, their little cool dive bar venue that's in like downtown uh Chattanooga. And so I go there to tell some jokes and I tell the jokes and there are local comedians who are there and one guy afterwards in trying to make chick chat talk, green room talk. Um and I, I'm sure I, I, I don't have to say I was the only black person in the space. Um, <laughs> and then being a black woman on top of that, lots of fun. But one guy, uh, a local guy there, 
told me his joke about uh, a popular song at the time, which was uh, Niggas in Paris. Okay. Was out. And uh, I think there was some controversy because um, Gwyneth Paltrow tweeted out the the name of the song, like, and typed it out. <laughs> Yo, the early <laughs> days of Twitter, when everybody was just out here just saying whatever, including celebrities, man, if you weren't here for it, we had a time. But when Paltrow, you know, was talking about the song, he's like, I'm talking about the song, guys, or whatever. Um, and, uh, and I even told a joke about this guy doing this, but he just said it, just said the joke, you know, and then was just like, so, you know, my question to you is like, am I okay to say that? And I'm like, I mean, who's going to be here? What happens if I, what happens if I wasn't here? Like, mm-hmm. were you just going to do what came naturally? I feel like. Why would you ask permission of the one per- one black person in the room who literally drove from Atlanta? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I feel like you've probably already done this. <laughs> it's just a weird thing to ask permission to say the N word. You know, uh, normally uh, the, I'm freely racist, the, but uh... from the black person on on loan for the night. <laughs> You know, uh, normally uh, I feel comfortable being racist, but with you here, you know, I want to be considerate. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> Are you okay with me being racist in this moment? You know? Uh, <laughs> I kind of expected it. I'd expect nothing less. Yo, Chattanooga, do better. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, I got to say, like, say the whole city name. You don't need a nickname. The name is cool. It only gets awkward when you try to make it this nickname. Yeah, Nuga, it's... It's Nuga to me. I bet there's no one in that city who literally says, no, I'm going back to Nuga. No one actually uses the nicknames of cities. That's not that No. I mean, whenever I hear someone say Hotlanta, I'm just like, what article did you read that in? (laughs) Nobody says Hotlanta. You know? Nobody says Nolens. Nobody says any of that shit in real life. (laughs) So nobody's saying Nuga. So every time somebody says a nickname and they pull it off, it's because they are writing a rap. Like that would nickname was necessary for the bar. Like yes. I've never in my life said I'm from BK, you know, but <laughs> right? rappers say it in bars because they needed yes. the rhyme. Okay. That's it. It's just weird. Otherwise we don't talk mm-hmm. like that. Chattanooga. I, that's cool. Just em- embrace that. But just roll yeah, you ain't need to yeah. do anything more with it, man. Look at that. Now you messing up shirts. I know. know. That said, though, if someone finds one of these Nuga shirts, I will take it. <laughs> <laughs> as a as a person of color. <laughs> it's 100% going to be around for Halloween. And it's going to come back around. Uh, yeah. You know. I'm not going to make my own. I'm not going to search it out. I don't need to sully my search history like that. But if anybody out there comes across one of these Chattanooga Nuga Lookout shirts, call at your girl. I will look, and I'm going to confuse my algorithm because uh, last week I was looking for affordable replacements for my shampoo. Thank you, all of you. Um, and my Google algorithm will not understand how those are the same person. No, uh, no, it will. It will. It will be very confused. 
<laughs> Which God side note, I guess I didn't look deep enough on the label of that shampoo. It's made by Paul Mitchell. Yeah. Bruh, if you had just said Paul Mitchell, I would have understood. I, I would have wrote out what, that what is. You. Is that expensive? Yeah, that's expensive. Yo, I, I, had no, <laughs> I I'm t- the only reason I knew it was it was steep mm-hmm. is because there were people like I found on Reddit, and that's how I found the link to people that were buying the gallon size of Ooh. the shampoo. Like instead of like buying the little bottles that I right. that I buy. There's a a link on Amazon like to buy a, like a, a gallon with a handle, <laughs> and then you could pour it into your your regular what? size shampoo. And I was wow. like, "Yo, this is and like even the gallon is a hundred some dollars." Yeah, I'm sure. I'm Paul like, "Yo, Mitchell's this is real." Very expensive. Yeah, but no, sincerely, uh, thank you to all of our troops and correspondents. Uh, a for showing like sincere concern and understanding of my daughter. And B, uh, <laughs> yo, the empathy she got, she was like, she didn't know better, Gaston. You know, like, uh, the empathy yeah, they were I looking got, out for girl. They were yeah, looking out for old girl. They, they really were. Her. Like, I've never got so much support to start the Patreon. And it was so that <laughs> she could get the shampoo. <laughs> Not even for you. Not even for us, Sean. It was like, yo, we're going to do this Patreon thing so you could get that girl some shampoo. I'm like, oh, like, I wanted the shampoo, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but uh i did appreciate that and all the people that looked for alternative links uh for far more affordable brands uh that i will be buying and uh pouring into the uh <laughs> bottle and giving those to her so she could feel yeah. like she's getting that experience but yes. i'm still getting the real thing i deserve <laughs> it okay <laughs> oh. in other news uh farmer uh Surprises wife with 80 acres of sunflowers for the 50th anniversary. Uh, uh, what do you get a partner uh, on their 50th anniversary? Lee Wilson decided not just to get your average bouquet of flowers, but a whole 80 acres of sunflowers. That equals to 1.2 million sunflowers, according to Wilson. Uh, we're celebrating our 50th anniversary, August 10th. And uh, you know what? Uh, guys get uh, uh, Guys get a gal on their 50th. And uh, I put a lot of thought into it, and she always liked sunflowers. And I thought this year to plant sunflowers, so we planted uh, 80 acres worth, said Wilson. Uh, Wilson teamed ah. up with his son to plant these striking flowers back in May, and they managed to keep uh, they managed to keep it all a secret from his wife, Renee. Uh, the sunflower field has now sprouted into a glorious sea of sunny yellow blooms off the side of, south side of Highway 54, four miles outside of Pratt, Kansas, just in case you're local over there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, The eye-catching display has drawn crowds who want to catch a glimpse of the big blooms, uh, which also happens to be Kansas State's flower. Oh, wow. That's nice. That's (laughs) very sweet. Yeah. You know? (laughs) I felt like this was weird to me. very sweet, and she's lucky that... He's lucky that she is the kind of person that would be like, that's, that's lovely. Right. Because I, I, the last sentence of this piece is, the Wilsons have been together since high school, and Lee Wilson said that their first date was a roller skating party when he knew that she was likely the one for him. Okay. And you know what? I mean, 
Not that I want to, I don't want to shit on love. <laughs> I don't want to. And I'm not going to, because these two are in love. I mean, 50 years, that's hard. Yeah, it's um, rough. And, uh, and this is a very sweet thing. And it does look pretty. I mean, 80 acres is a lot. Yeah, yo. And if you're enough. driving through there, that's going to be very striking. But also, oh, my cat just got caught in the cupboard. Anyway. <laughs> always something with that bitch anywho <laughs> love so um like that's great that's great what am i i don't know why i'm looking for the bad that's great fantastic love yeah, I'm, love. I'm happy Wonderful. for them I, yeah. I overall i dig this uh a, a small part of me feels like they are in a fight Ooh, that's what i i you know a small part of me is like Okay, this happens to be her favorite flower and the state flower of can't like, yeah. Like, do y'all really? I don't know. This it, feels a little lazy. Just like, well, she likes this. Why don't I just plant these? But I mean, that's also a lot of work. He had to get his son to help. But I also just feel like you couldn't think of nothing more original. Like, <laughs> I wonder if she's like. I mean, that's great, but I don't have anything in my house to show <laughs> oh, so that we've been married fifty flowers? years. You know, yeah. what I, mean? I gotta share my flowers with anybody that with drives the whole through state? Yeah, <laughs> I don't believe in this dude. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. like if she love, if she likes it, I love it. You know, I, what yeah, I mean? I'm with it. I do. But a part I of me will feel like, yeah, now a part of me feels like he did something wrong, and he knew that his anniversary was coming up, and he retroactively came up with this plan of like making it look like he was doing this the whole time. Mm-hmm. And now he's like, you see, I was out late, but it was only because I was planting these flowers for you. <laughs> you know, like I've been working on this for months, okay? I wasn't I, with I Sheila, just, you know? It, it does feel a little bit like eh, this is, I don't know. Sometimes people really think they know exactly what you want as a gift. Yeah. And it's because it, they, it's something they've given you before, and they're like, what if I do that times 10? And sometimes the other person will appreciate it. And then sometimes they're like, yeah, but you did this already. Like, <laughs> I don't need more of this. You know, this isn't the only thing. And I, I understand as someone who does not give good gifts. Right. I, I can't. I need you to tell me what you want and I will go out and get it for you. But don't make me think. My sister, she's very good at giving gifts. She pays attention and all that kind of shit. But. You know, I sometimes pay attention, sometimes I don't, but I'd much rather you give me a list yeah. and I get you exactly what you want. But, you know, I I don't, it just, feel, it just feels a little bit like, I mean, she liked the bouquet that I got her two years or five years ago. <laughs> what if I did this whole thing and alerted the media and, all, you know what I mean? I don't know. It just feels a little. Yo, I don't know. Is was it, it their land? Like yeah, word. You breaking into people's houses. They, I don't want something. <laughs> yeah. like. I don't, uh, but you I don't know, know what? man. I, they also could just be very simple people. Nah. Maybe I, that's it. And I'm just not simple. <laughs> I, I feel like, yo, you know, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I feel real concerned for Renee. Um, <laughs> I feel like the story's going to come out. You know, like Renee kills her husband in self-defense. Uh, mm. Attempted to, like, you know, suffocate her in sunflowers or some shit. You know, like, 
You wanted the damn flowers, you know? Yeah. What if that's it? What if one time after they'd been married for like six, seven years, she was like, you never bring me flowers. Yeah. Yeah. And now this is this just fucking. That's what this feels like. It feels like, uh, what's that? What's the term for that? The passive aggressive. That's what <laughs> oh, you want feel. flowers? Oh, yeah. okay. I got okay. your flowers. Real talk. Like, that's what this felt like. You told, or you told all your girls, I'll give you flowers. I'm giving you all the flowers. State worthy. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you need. They go, new shoppers are going to come out and see these flowers. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, <laughs> and again, this could just actually honestly be just a, uh, a declaration of love, and we are too cynical yeah. <laughs> to, to let it lie. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I, I definitely know this is how I would have won an argument, is what I'm getting at. I know, like... Yes, right. <laughs> I 100% would have been, oh, you like plants? Word? Okay. Here's a 70-foot-tall <laughs> tree, okay? Figure out how to keep that alive in the backyard of Brooklyn. That's a you problem now. Because I love you, I'm bringing out these trees. Now you got the woods in the backyard, you know? <laughs> Like this point, like she has to water all this shit. What? What? You just gave her a job as <laughs> as seventy years old. She ain't want none of this. What? What you doing today? Oh, I'm out in the tractor. <laughs> <laughs> Got to water these eighteen acres of sunflowers oh. that this asshole gave me yesterday. <laughs> I woke up yesterday with nothing to do. Retired, loving life. Now right. I own the biggest sunflower park in Kansas. <laughs> it's a tourist attraction, you know? When these flowers die, everyone knows it's my fault because I didn't keep them up, you know? He <laughs> gave them to me. Yo, this is bullshit. This ain't right. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, we've come back around on this is bullshit. <laughs> We're done with thinking this is a great declaration of love. We're back to this, this is bullshit. This is wrong. This is wrong, you know? <laughs> and no way, this is also, there's, you know how I know that, love, that, 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 that the love ain't real there? Because the son is free to do this. I don't believe the son is married. You can't, because the, this, this, you have to be free to help your dad with acres of flowers. You know what I mean? You know, if you tell your wife, yo, honey, I'm going to be helping dad with these plants after work for the next three to four months. All you saying is, I'm going to get you double these flowers when it's hmm. your turn. So, like, there's no way that, like, that dude is, because... At least he's doing this at 80. You going to set up double the flowers for your girl at 40 as the son? No. You can't. Mm -mm. But if he's single because he's jaded because he's seen the fakeness of the love and the marriage of his parents. Okay, we've just put a lot on his son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tore this down apart. I'm sure they're a lovely couple when they're happy, blah, blah, blah. Uh, whatever. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Congrats to you and your love or whatever. whatever. You know what I mean? You're 50 <laughs> years. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, man. In other news, a uh, woman found dead, uh, apparent bear encounter outside of Yellowstone National Park. This is how Renee is going to die, right? Just like that. <laughs> a uh, bear attack? <laughs> uh, authorities uh, investigating the death of a woman who was found dead on Saturday on a hiking trail outside of Yellowstone National Park in an apparent bear encounter. The woman's body was found on the Buttermilk Trail, located about eight miles west of the Gateway community of uh, West Yellowstone, uh, Montana, uh, which borders Yellowstone National Park as well as uh, Custer uh, Gallatin National Forest. Uh, Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks 
uh, said Sunday that the grizzly bear attacks were found at the scene and that the investigation is ongoing. Um, Let me stop you here. Yeah. To all of my people who are outdoorsmen, uh, who like to be like to go on hikes, who uh, like to be in the water, um, who just like the great outdoors in general. Stop. <laughs> the animals are mad. I don't know if you are seeing all of it. I have been seeing it for a full decade, if not longer. Mm -hmm. These animals have been trying to tell us something. We ain't paying attention to them. It has reached a fever pitch. Yeah. These animals are angry. Now, I am looking ahead and it, they don't, I mean, that's all they say about the woman and the rest is just like, watch out for grizzly bears. They are bad. Take some spray or whatever, which is ridiculous. <laughs> just don't go outside right now. They are so angry. They are so yep. angry. Like, like, don't <sighs> hike. <laughs> Yo. Don't hike right now. I, I don't know if you can stand outside of your house, do some jumping jacks, uh, sniff a flower, grab one of them damn sunflowers. I don't know. But now is not the time. Listen, B, this is what AstroTurf was invented for. Okay? Just, you want to pretend you on grass, but be safe. Do that. Um, it's our fault, really. Okay, we got we got sick during COVID. We went away, right? For about and two animals years. were like finally, yeah. and they and they are out free in the world that they have always wanted. Yeah. And now we're trying to come back. So this is yo. They know what it felt like. Yeah. The world ran better, and it and it's not even on them. We did the studies. We proved it. The water got clearer. Yep. The air got mm -hmm. clearer. Everything improved when we got out the way. That's all they're saying. Hey, listen. It's not a you thing. It's just as a company, the earth has to let you go, humans. You know, like that's all they're telling us. You know, now we can't like get rid of you, get rid of you. But if you would stay inside the buildings that we let you build, just right. stay in them. We used to live over there, yeah. but we let you go on and put your little building up. Stay in there. Stay in there. You know what I mean? Get Amazon to deliver some screens. You can stay inside. <laughs> You're right. Just, just stay out not, the way. They are, they are angry. They are fighting back. Yo. They are for sure fighting back. So maybe maybe not so much with the hiking. I'm team animals um, right now, yo. I want yeah, to see they are not. Is. They are not having it. Real talk. I hope every bear wins. Um, I don't. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to go where they are, but I also, it would be nice if they don't go where I am. And I, the way that I do that is try not to live anywhere that is bordering a fucking <laughs> spark. I'm gonna, the first step I'm going to take is not live someplace where one of my property lines is next to um, a national park. I'm going to keep my happy ass in an apartment building. Yo. I'm going to do my part. Now, if a bear comes to me, that bear had to ride the train. You understand? <laughs> that, bear, that bear had to get a bus or a plane. He had to, he had to probably do a transfer because I'm not really near any water. I'm pretty inside <laughs> Brooklyn. That bear went through some. He got a car. Real he got yo. a lift, you know? You saw that he bear that actually what? Yo, the, he had an Omni app on his phone. It was crazy. Yeah, right. That's how they tracked him. <laughs> They tra 
how they followed his credit card use. <laughs> they them. He really wanted to kill her. Okay. <laughs> that was personal. <laughs> so if it's not there, okay, fine. We got beef. Yeah. But <laughs> Yo. he gotta do something. He gotta come to me. I ain't going to where he is. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Cause like every time we read an article like this, like the reason I'm laughing, like I, I, I'm sincerely, like I'm sorry somebody passed away. Like I, I yeah. get it. But like every time they do this, they have to post a picture of a bear so that the article makes sense. And you know, every single picture of the bear is far as fuck away. Like the <laughs> the bear is on his own in all of these pictures right. in a space that's wide open. Like the bear <laughs> yes. is saying, yo, like you got mad space over there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Chill over there. I'm not bothering nobody over here. You right. do you over there. We good. You know what I mean? All so the pictures are just a bear <laughs> with his arms up like, what are you doing? <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> so like, if you getting attacked by the bear, like how close did you get to the bear that he was like, yo, my man, like <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't give you more space. Right. I mean, I've never seen a bear in Brooklyn. Not in my <laughs> life. Nope. Never. Not casually nope. chilling. Nothing. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. And 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 real talk, I don't know where, like, I don't know how big Montana is. I promise you, there's space for you to chill in Montana and be nowhere near bears. Yeah, yeah. I, I promise mean, you. You'll have that. And least honestly, a- you're setting up where they are. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> you're going to their yeah. turf. And they yeah. still like, yo, listen, I'm gonna give you at minimum 300 meters. <laughs> like yo what more do you need like 300 meters away is enough for you to be sleeping here the bear decide to come after you and start running you right. to wake up groggy hear steps coming in sets of four which should already alarm you <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you look out the window and you're like oh is that a bear you think about it be like nah that can't be a bear Yo, that's really your fucking bear. And then still leave. (laughs) That's how far that shit is, yo. (laughs) And y'all still getting killed by bears. That means you less than that distance away when the bear decided (laughs) to attack you. You deserve to go. I'm pro bear. Everyone that dies by bear, bears should have done it. Real talk. (laughs) You lucky. And on on top of that, I ain't even thinking this part of it. Every time a bear attack happens... It's one, you getting killed by the loner bear. This dude left. He don't got no friends. He over there listening right. to emo rap by himself. <laughs> you know what I mean? He contemplating life. This is the unsuccessful bear. People right. was talking shit about him yesterday. Yo, you ain't even catch no fish? What the fuck you doing, B? What you bring to the, where's your ambition, Mr. Bear? And he's sad. Now- he goes off into the woods by himself. And then you go try to take up the little space that they left him. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's in a sad, emotional place. Leave that bear alone. He's going through shit. He he, he in puberty. You know, he's contemplating life. He's trying to figure out who am I as a bear? Who is the bear within? (laughs) You know? And you come over here with your asshole energy. I love nature. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's his real life. You know what I mean? Nature ain't cute to him. He living that shit. You know what I mean? And you over here with your bullshit. Amen. He's like, yo, I ain't about this, you know? Right. Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> look, it's kind of like, I, I, 
I mean, I imagine the bear that would maybe hunt me down would be a mother bear. Mm. They're the, those are the bears that I feel like would have it in them to like apply for credit and fucking pack a bag and <laughs> put on a dress and come to Brooklyn and then maul me at my door. Like I get that. <laughs> Mother bears are very possessive. But yeah, you got to watch out for the loner bears too. Yo. Really? Just watch out for all of them. Stay inside. Real Just stay tall, inside. And it's on a fever pitch right now. They're getting us at land. <laughs> They're getting us at sea. <laughs> if the birds get together, it's a wrap Yo. for air travel. Like, let's really <laughs> like Yo. Let's just stay stay put. Let's just stay put for a minute. <laughs> we keep fucking things up. Let's just stay put. Real talk. Yo, <laughs> you know what? Shalewa and I have been giving you the blueprint this whole time. We recorded yep. this podcast from our own damn houses. I love Shalewa. That's, That's right. the homie. You think I'm going out to see Shalewa? No. Okay? The pigeons and rats of New York own the city right now. We letting them they have really it. Okay? Do. We're like, yo, mm-hmm. go ahead, B. Do what y'all do. I talk to Shalewa on Zoom and Zencaster like I'm supposed to, okay? Right. We, we have listening. the technology now. Yeah, y'all could do the same, man. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> <laughs> Trader Joe's, this is a recall of fully cooked falafels because it may contain rocks. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, we deserve to go, B. I'm sorry. Like, we as a people are failing oh, right now. Man. Come on, man. Uh, Trader Joe's issued a recall on Friday for its fully cooked falafel, uh, which may contain rocks. The product has been removed from sale and destroyed by Trader Joe's officials. Uh, it is uh, sold in over 30 states, including Illinois, North Carolina, Texas, New York, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Delaware. Officials went on to write that if anyone has purchased or received its fully cooked falafel, they should not eat it. Okay. Uh, customers can discard the product or return it at any Trader Joe's for a full refund. Um, yeah, I... I uh, but, but, but wait, we cannot stop because there's more information. <laughs> this is a third recall issued by Trader Joe's <laughs> for some of its products in the last week. Yo. Uh, on last Tuesday, they recalled two types of cookies that may also contain rocks. <laughs> the cookies are Trader Joe's almond windmill cookies and Trader Joe's dark chocolate chunk and almond cookies. Ooh. And then on uh, last Thursday, the store issued another voluntary recall for roughly <laughs> 10,000 cases of unexpected broccoli cheddar soup. That's what it's called. Unexpected <laughs> broccoli cheddar soup, which suppliers say quote, may contain insects, end quote, in the broccoli florets. I mean, it is called unexpected. Yo. It is built into the name. I feel like you take your chances with something that is literally called unexpected. But yeah. as far as the rocks go, yeah, send throw that shit away. Send that shit back. Keep it as a weapon. I blame, yeah, I guess so. You know what I mean? Build the, See, that's re- why I don't fuck fence. with almonds, because they could be rocks. <laughs> Like, I'm never going to get caught up. I hate almonds, and I do not like dark chocolate. So you're not going to get me on that. Real talk. Uh, that's been my opinion of almonds the whole time anyway. I thought every yes. almond was a little rock. Uh, a little, uh, I, terrible little inedible thing. Yo, have you ever – are you someone – you don't enjoy – oh, yeah, you just said that. I, I've never had an almond and been like, yo, you know what? I need another almond. No, I, I just never – there's a taste to them I, I, I just don't necessarily like. I'm not – too much of a nut person in general. Yeah. I, I enjoy peanuts, sure. Right? And that's um as I was gonna say, like the only one I like 
they keep telling me isn't part of the gang. They say like right. the peanut is more like a bean or something. Yeah, so fine. And I guess I like that. I like a honey roasted bean. That's Real fine talk. with me. Uh, I don't mind a cashew. I can't eat too many of them, though, because after a while, my mouth feels weird. That's the thing what happens with any nuts. I remember as a kid eating walnuts with my mom. Yeah. She was probably making something with, that she needed to put walnuts in. Um, or, okay, we're uh, pecans okay. or pecans. I'm not sure. It really <laughs> depends on uh, how, how your family's history, I guess. <laughs> if it's pecans or pecans or pecans, whatever. Either way, I don't touch them. <laughs> Fuck them. I don't like them. <laughs> if I can't say it, I'm not going to eat it. I'm not. That's That's a rule. That's a rule. Oh but my yeah, God. I do not like almonds. Yeah, no, nah, you could keep all that. You know what I mean? It's not for us. Uh, I am, uh, I am, I am happy to uh, let people uh, discover this on their own and not have this be my problem. But uh, uh, also, who's dumping rocks at the at the Trader Joe's factory? Yeah, What's happening? <laughs> How are there three things with rocks in them? <laughs> yeah, like those ain't even the same conveyor belt. Yeah, you know? like I'll give you the cookies and the and the chocolate. Thing. You know, that's I guess in sweets, okay. But how them rocks get all the way over the falafel? <laughs> how they, they get over there to that warehouse? And they got insects in the. Are y'all just cooking outside? Yeah. <laughs> what we tell you about being outside? <laughs> we just tell you. <laughs> this is not what we mean when we said bring nature into your home. This is not. If you would like to. Help fund mm. Shalewa and Gastor's new supermarket. Okay. Oh, no. The War Report uh, market exclusively <laughs> makes products that is uh, produced inside. I didn't think that'd be a bragging point, but apparently uh, people need to know. I promise that uh, none of these things were made in nature. Uh, so there will Everything be no rocks. Everything is meant to happen inside. Real talk. <laughs> we ain't going nowhere. You know, <laughs> we, uh, in fact, nah, I'll tell you what, we sell rocks. A hundred percent, but we brand them as rocks exclusively. Uh, so you know up front. Uh, yep, that is a rock flavored falafel. Uh, right. It is a hundred percent rocks. <laughs> For people who want part of nature, but are listening to us and not going outside, real talk. We will bring nature to you in a rock falafel. Real talk. <laughs> and cheddar broccoli soup, hundred percent has insects. Yep. Those are- <laughs> yes, <it's> mostly. <laughs> That's all the protein. In fact, is when vegan. you open the box, it will be half eaten by the insect that's in there. <laughs> Do insects count as vegan? <laughs> oh, wow. Mm. Right? Then I don't know. I don't consider yeah, them animals. It's, not but vegan. Alive. it's definitely not vegan then. Nah, is it vegetarian? It is a, yeah. No, those are animals, aren't they? Are they? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we just stumbled into an existential crisis. <laughs> At the end of the show. Oh, boy. We covered so much ground. Oh, man. Four stars. Uh, you you understand that that was a confusing-ass turn that it just took. <laughs> Five stars. Uh, you understand, and hopefully you have answers for us, you know? Uh, <laughs> we could use them. I genuinely want to know. Are they? Do they count? I don't know. Uh <laughs> If you have any articles you want us to cover, please DM us directly on Twitter or Instagram at Silky Jumbo or at Gastro Amante. Uh, shout out to speak to uh, Bishop, Brandy Spain, uh, Kate Hoffman, and FCBLJ. Uh, with all that said, I am the uh, 
soon to be protein infused from this uh, uh, different recipe of cheddar and broccoli, Gaster <laughs> Almonte. <laughs> with the uh, newly rebuilt apartment uh, with walls insulated with falafel rocks, Chalet yes. Bouchard. Yes, I built a whole yurt in my living room of nothing <laughs> but dung and falafel rocks. <laughs> Real sturdy, you know what I mean? 110 year life, you know what I mean? That house will not fall. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, this might uh, have been the widest uh, uh, covering of topics episode of the War Report ever. Uh, I mean, this was, yeah, we cut, we, it's a wide ranging episode. I had a snap for it. I had a snap for it. I had a snap for it.